We want to take a quick second and thank today's sponsor of our podcast, which is Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's what we use right now. So let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many other places. You can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Oh, hold on. Let me turn on Do Not Disturb. Sorry. Do you have Do Not Disturb on? There's always something. Always. Some sort of notification. My phone's always on Do Not Disturb. (laughs) Okay, now here's what I want you to do. I just want you to imagine yourself for a moment as you hear our intro music as it slowly fades into the podcast. Oh, doesn't that make you just feel so happy inside? It does once you play it. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It's the best. I love our intro music. Guys, welcome to podcast number four. Thank you for being here. Thank you for your listening ears. And if you're on YouTube, you are looking eyes. That's what I say to the kids in primary when I'm doing music. I need your listening ears, your looking eyes, and your singing voices because that kind of like helps them keep their That's attention. Cute. Yeah. So guys, it's been a while. We had a week where we had electrical issues right before Ellie was going to leave on this trip that you are uh, going to see on a podcast. And we couldn't film before she left. One, because we had no power in this room. Two, I didn't want to move all of the equipment out of this room in order to film a podcast. Three, we were kind of pushed for time. Um, We have been actually working on um, a cookbook as well. Jared's been learning and trying to build a website for it. My family, after a year of work, we have, and three years of it being Uh, talked about. I would say five years, because we wanted to, like, we talked about this when we started About a year into us going into YouTube, so at least four. About four We'll meet in the middle and we'll say four. That's compromise. Four years of talking about a cookbook, and then this last year, it has come to fruition. We we have a cookbook, a family recipe cookbook with memories in it, with lots of commentary in it, with lots of fun homemade recipes in it, and we actually are almost sold out. Yes. By the we, time this is up, we probably will be on back order. Yeah. So what we have done is we have an initial pre-order amount. And we are just about sold out. So I'm hoping by the podcast goes up, there's still some left so you guys can go get some. But if it is gone, not to worry, what that means is we're still taking pre-orders. They're just going to be on the second shipment. But the second shipment isn't as much as the first. Yes. It's it's hard to so I, I Yeah, I guess, <laughs> I guess the easiest way to say this is if you want the cookbook, get it as soon as you can so you can guarantee yourself a copy. That's the easiest way. We'll have a link in the show notes, griffiscookbook.com to pre-order a copy today. It's available internationally. And um, yeah. That's what we've been up to. That's what we've been up to. We missed a week. We have a cookbook release. And now we're back getting into the podcast. And speaking of the podcast, this I feel always feel like the beginning of the podcast is like, okay, we're having a business meeting with the listeners and we're going to talk about things. I kind of don't like that Jared films it because then you can see every yawn that I make. <laughs> This is raw. I don't ever really look at the camera. It's just like extra, I guess. But I rarely look at the camera yeah. either. I'm either looking like at the computer, the the mixer, or my beautiful wife, yep. or our beautiful baby. 
I'd put him in his room, but I think Calvin would go in there and like <laughs> pick him up or something. So he's in my arms. Yep. So you guys know that we use Anchor as our medium to distribute the podcast to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, all of the places where podcasts are available. And they've been a huge help to us in getting the podcast up and running and started and tips and tricks and help with our podcast. Um, It's been really, really great. And so they have contacted us and let us know that they have a new feature available. It's called listener support. Listener support is an easy way to help support the podcasts that you listen to, your favorite podcasts, <clears throat> your favorite podcasts. <laughs> that's, I'm sorry, that's just a joke. Anyway, so it's it's really simple. You can choose to support your favorite podcasters by paying like 99 cents, $4.99 or $9.99. It's up to you. You can or can't, you don't have to do it. But, you know, Cullen and Katie, are on Anchor. I know for sure. Casey Neistat is on Anchor. I know for sure. So if you have a favorite listener that you want to support, or when I say listener, I mean podcaster, that you want to support, um, they have a new feature called listener support. So I encourage you guys to check that out. It's a new cool thing from Anchor. They've told us about it and we're very, very excited about it too. Awesome. Should we get into what we're going to talk about today? Yes. Today we are going to talk about... Discipline. The D word. (laughs) (laughs) What D words do you know? Doberman? (laughs) Discipline? Damn, damn, damn. (laughs) He's a fun reviewer on food review on YouTube. No, we're going to talk about discipline today. And I thought we would start off talking about discipline. The way that kind of Ellie and I were disciplined. What you... How were you were disciplined and how I was disciplined as kids? And then I thought we'd go into like kind of how our goal in disciplining our kids is today. And while we talk about this, I I want to do a disclaimer. We are in no way talking about about our parents or how we were raised. No, not at all. Um, but there are a few things that Jared and I, we always talk about um, situations. What are we going to do when this happens? What would you do about this? I love how, doing How that. should we react when this happens? Like we always kind of pre-talk about situations. So we kind of are on the same page. I think they call it role play. <laughs> we like to role play a lot. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, and, and lately we've been talking about, well, I feel like, or I, I don't know. Maybe I'll just get into how I was disciplined. Sure. Um, discipline growing up, I was the youngest and I honestly wasn't disciplined a whole ton. And I think it's because I was the youngest and I just kind of followed the crowd. Like I was with my siblings. I like my mom's like, I never had to teach you how to go to bed. You just went to bed because at that point it was bedtime. All the kids went to bed and I just followed what the kids did and went to bed, you know? So I kind of was just trailing along. So I wasn't yeah. disciplined a whole ton, but um, I do remember getting a Tabasco on my tongue when <laughs> I, I think I either swore or backtalk. I'm sure I backtalked to mom or something mm-hmm. and I got um, Tabasco on my tongue. My parents never really did corners um, that I remember, um, but they always, they would put me, us on a chair. Like if my mom was just like, if we were running wild and she needed us to just sit, she would tell us, she's like, you're not in trouble, but you're going to just sit here because I just need you to sit. So she'd put us on a chair a lot, and that's what I do a ton with our kids. Oh, yeah. And I well, I think your mom still does that with some of the grandkids. Totally. Like when she's watching them or when we're there, she'll take out the bar stool. She'll sit it like in the middle of the living room so uh-huh. they can't reach and grab anything. Yeah. Just sit here for a minute, 
and just sit. sit. <laughs> um, just so she can like focus and get something done. Um, and not often, but once in a while I would get spanked. Mm-hmm. Not tons. I mean. Yeah. And, you know, I kind of had a very similar approach. In fact, we went out to dinner with my parents the other day and we asked them, I was like, what did I do, one, to get in trouble? And two, what did you guys do? And and I don't know if my parents were just trying to like, well, Jared, you know, like butter me up a little bit. But they said, they're like, you didn't really get in trouble, Jared. We didn't really have to discipline you. And I, and I wonder if that's a product of being one of the youngest. You saw your older siblings get in trouble a lot. And you're like, I am not going to do that thing. When my dad, when, when my older siblings would get in trouble, my dad would have us all there. And he would tell us, he would say, you're all here so that you can learn. Yeah. Like, she is in trouble because of this. And you are watching her get in trouble. And I'm hoping that by you watching, you'll learn to not do that. <laughs> I think one of the best ways to learn is from other people's mistakes. Like yeah. use examples as a way to learn. Um, but yeah, growing up, I mean, I do remember um, getting <laughs> in trouble. And maybe it's because my parents' memory is bad. I don't know. Sorry, mom and dad. But I do remember my dad chasing me and trying him trying to like unlatch his belt. Which why the flip were you running oh because you didn't want to get hit with a belt if i would have ran oh oh my gosh it would have been worse you don't run from dad but i think he never hit me with it like he never did i think it was just like it was just like gosh dang it i want your yeah get over here and then he would chase me and then he would get the belt and then he would bring out the swear word because my parents like rarely swore, but they did. Like my mom didn't. She has a clean mouth, except for one time. Real quick side story. So I think I've said this on the vlog, but my mom, I was just, I was like in high school. It was like my senior year of high school. And I would just love to pester my mom in a, a cute, adorable way. Like I would, we would just make fun a little bit and I took it a little too far. And I just, I could tell her steam was just about to come out of her ears. And she was like, Jared, stop being such a smart out, smart, smart ass. And it probably felt so good for her to say that. Oh, I'm sure it did. And I just looked at her and started laughing. (laughs) And I was like, mom, did it take you a lot of build up to finally just you are, say I it? I would have slapped your face. <laughs> <laughs> and well, we just laughed with each other. And that was just really fun because it was all fun and games. But she, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was that's funny. Cute. Um, but yeah, you know, when, when my dad would swear, like that's when I knew like it, he was serious. And so we would stop and, or I would anyway. Um, and we would sit down and listen to him. Uh, but, you know, I got grounded. I got sent to my room. And in that sort of thing, I got told, you can't play PlayStation. I was lucky enough, I think when I was 16 years old, maybe 14 years old, I had a PlayStation in my uh, room with a TV. And so I would, I was lucky enough to play PlayStation. And I love that. But, you know, my parents would send me to my room, no playing PlayStation, all of that stuff. This is interesting. Um, I never got grounded. I have my reasonings why I don't like that approach mm-hmm. you got grounded you said yeah i did for but like, i think our i, like I agree with no, no i mean not like you can't do this 
for oh yeah i never got that stuff it was like go to your bedroom and think about what you've done for 30 minutes or an hour yeah. it was like that okay um take but this, i think i know what you're gonna take say this with I, a full grain of salt yeah we are so young yeah. <laughs> we are young parents we have not experienced not even a fraction of what parenthood is and but, we're still learning but i i don't really love grounding like no tv for a week no friends for four days no, because, and the reason why, there's two reasons. One, most of the time when I hear and see, take this with a grain of salt, people grounding, that's more work on the parent. And most of the time, I don't see that the parent following through with right. that. Mm-hmm. And so is it really teaching the kids something? And two, the reason why I don't necessarily love it is I like I don't like to hold on to fights with Jared and I. We don't like to linger out our fights. Mm-hmm. I don't want our fights to be four days long. I don't want my kids being disciplined for four days long. Yeah. I want to discipline them, get it over with, and move on with life. So right. I personally don't love grounding. Um, my mom never grounded us. It mm-hmm. was kind of like the same. Like she disciplined us when she needed to, and then that was that. I totally understand like taking away something for a while. Like if my, maybe our kids are teenagers, like, you know what? I'm just going to remove the remotes from the house. We're not even watching TV. We're not going to do this. We're, like, you know, eliminating stuff for a while. But yeah. as far as like grounding, I don't, I don't really love, love that. Yeah. And I, I'm not a huge fan of sending someone to their room. And like I said, we may be wrong in this, but I don't like sending someone to their room for an extended period of time because honestly, I feel like your bedroom should be a place where you sleep, you feel comfortable, and and all of that stuff. Not a place where you get in trouble. That's kind of how I personally feel, though. um, My mom used to say, she's like, I'm not sending you to your room because you're going to sit in your room and fester and be mad and think like mad thoughts. Mm-hmm. And she goes, so when so when we got in trouble, we had to stay right by her side. <laughs> yeah. She's like, I'm not letting you run off and be angry. You're going to stay right by my side and follow <laughs> me around the house. I like that because sometimes when you're all by yourself, you play things out in your head and it builds and it builds and it gets uh-huh. worse and worse than it actually was. Ellie and I, like she said, we like to come to a resolution quickly. quickly. And, and sometimes things need to have their time to play out. You need to have your range of emotions that you go through and experience. 100%. But we do like to resolve things as quick as that situation will allow. Not too soon, but not too long. We don't like, like to dwell on things. And things might totally change in five to ten years when we have like... When, when Tommy here turns into just a little turd. Little turd. He won't. He's Tommy perfect. the turd. He's perfect. He's perfect. Gosh dang it. Um, but, you know, and, and my parents were the same way. I, my parents never let things drag on too long with me. You know, yeah. we, we got disciplined and there was, you know, we talked about it afterwards. But there was on the occasion that I got in trouble and I had no idea why. I had no idea why I was getting in trouble. I just got in trouble. And I think that was kind of discouraging sometimes because you're just like, why is dad mad? And I think most of it was when I was younger, uh-huh. like, you know, pretty young. Um, it, you know, why, why am I in trouble? Why is dad mad? What is going on? And I think most of it came from maybe my dad was upset about something else and he was just kind of like work related or something. And he kind of like takes it out on you. Yeah, a little bit. I feel 
like that is the case a lot with us, with any parent. Yours, half the time, I'm not even upset with the kids. It's the circumstances around that's right. making me flustered. And it is important not to let, to take it out on the kids, but everyone has done it. Yeah, it's a, it's a normal human reaction to do those kinds of things. So... But, but yeah, Jared and I have talked a lot lately about how we didn't know why we were in trouble. Like if we feel like if, if maybe our parents were able to communicate a little bit better with us, we would have understood why we were in trouble and it would have really helped our relationship with them. It mm-hmm. would have helped us to learn better, faster. Um, and so that's been Jared and I's big goal is, you know, not only communication with each other, but to really communicate with our kids of why they're in trouble. Yeah. So what we'll or, do. Or why we're proud of them. Vice versa. Yeah. Absolutely. Like why we're happy with them. We constantly are saying, I am so proud of you because you're well behaved at church. I'm so proud of you because you didn't um, ask for cookies at the grocery store. Like we constantly are telling them why we're proud and then maybe why we're not. So our kids get in trouble sometimes, you know, just like every other kid in the world does. But a goal that Ellie and I have had is we want to get down like on our knees in front of them or sit them up on the table and we want to look them in the eyes and we want to explain to them until they can understand. Jackson, Calvin, Tommy, you did this. And as a parent that, you know, not in these kind of words, but we didn't, yeah, we didn't like that you did this to this kid. Do you think that he would like it? If, or do you think you would like it if he did it to you? No, we don't treat people like that. And that's why we're upset with you right now. That's a very, very basic rundown. But we want to take the time and explain to them why they are in trouble, why we are happy with them, why we're upset with them, why we're proud of them. So they know in that situation and they can use that in the future. You know, that's totally so they can kind of like hear that in their head. What is dad going to say about this? What is dad going to mom going to say about this situation? That's been a huge goal of ours because as kids, there was the occasional time where we didn't know, Yeah, you know, mic drop. We're done. Gosh, that's why it. are we the best parents no, in the world? No, we're that, not. <laughs> it, well, but we're, we're, there is no best. There is no perfect and like I said before, but we, there's more but than I one right like way to parent. This has been the best for us, yeah. And our our household and our how it functions, I I love, and yeah. I think it's because we're trying to communicate. And because you can see something in in the kids immediately after, like Jackson does feel remorse when we explain to him about that, but we're not yelling at them about yeah. it. No, we try and be very level headed. We try and talk like. But there are times where it's like, you know what? You're not listening. Yeah. I'm not saying <laughs> like, that we, ha- we don't yell at them. And look at me in the eye. Like, yeah. absolutely, we raise our voices. But it's after many, many times of trying to be calm. And then it's like, okay, that's it. And then absolutely, I've raised my voice. Sometimes you have to drop the hammer. Yeah. Raise the hammer? Raise the roof. I don't know what the terminology is. You understand what we're saying. Yeah. And And like I said... This, you know, this isn't for every situation. This is just something that we are trying to do as like a first line of defense, you know. And, you know, there is the occasion where we have to raise our voices, where we have to, you know, get upset. We have to take away, uh, you know, something, you know, (laughs) to, to make them get it. But 
that is just a goal of ours is to explain and to take time and to be calm because if we're calm, the kids will be calm, Yeah, you know? And it's just, I think it's something that they'll take. I hope that they'll take with them as they grow throughout their life. Explanation is important. And that's what Ellie and I do in our relationship. When we have arguments, we take time and we sit down. Okay, tell me what your feelings were in that situation. And I'm going to try and understand those. And then we switch and we talk. And this is how we try and do it all the time is like being very level headed at first, which is so hard when you're mad. The last thing you want to do is be level headed. Oh, yeah. And the last thing you want to do is talk calm. Like we've just tried to because there's times where we haven't and it just it's just haywire and it doesn't work. So we try to con- like the last thing. <laughs> sometimes we'll be worked up and then we'll both be like, OK, let's try our hardest and just talk this out. Yeah. Like you go first. It's- and like we just try and go back and forth. And it's so hard. But it works. Yeah. It's hard to be completely rational when you are completely upset. Yes. And taking a deep breath and saying a little goose fraba. Yeah, that makes me mad when he tells me to do that. <laughs> I'm like, don't tell me the goose fraba fraba your face. <laughs> but would you agree with me? Would you agree with me? Why are you not laughing? Because well, that's true. You do get mad at me when I yeah, do that. Yeah, because I'm like, don't don't tell me to be calm. <laughs> okay, as as a husband, that is one of the worst things you can do to your wife. Just calm down. Yeah. Just calm down. Of course, that's gonna make things mad worse. Um, but would you agree with me in saying that taking a few deep breaths totally. when we you're try mad that. Totally. helps? And that's, I, I love the Apple watch because it has the breathe app on it. <laughs> and it's like, it like knows when I'm upset. Like when I'm getting mad at the kids, it's like, bing, why don't you take a minute and breathe? And I'm like, shut up, Apple watch. I'm not being rational right now. And I don't need you to tell me to be calm. Start trying to tell me how to parent. Don't Apple. tell me how to live my life, Apple. <laughs> I'm actually really happy with my Apple Watch and tracking steps and all of that stuff. And it's been really great in telling me to bring in your stuff. Okay, what else do you want to talk about? <laughs> but I don't you know, want to linger on it. Yeah, I don't want to linger on it too. That is how, you know, that's kind of how we were disciplined. Yeah. This is how we are disciplining. And I love that we're taking things from our parents. We're adapting them a little bit. And then we're kind of making well, them I think that's own. what everyone tries to do. My dad's like, I try to give my kids a better life than I had. We're trying to give our kids a better life than we had. Hopefully they'll do the same with their kids. Like we're just all trying to grow and do the best that we can. Yeah. And, and I, you know, I don't want to sound too cheesy, but it kind of is. I love that I get to do it with you. I love that I have a Mm -hmm. partner who I can depend on and lean on and ask for help and advice and someone who's, you know, better than me in some situations when it comes to disciplining these kids, because, you know, some viewers and listeners may agree or disagree with this, but it's like, who do you think is more patient with the kids when, when it comes to a day-to-day basis? People may say you. I, I would think that <laughs> some people would say me, and I think some people would say you. Absolutely. But I would definitely say within the last, I don't know, four months? Sure. Ellie has been way more patient with the kids than I have. Because there have been times where I'm just like, they're just not listening um jackson is very mature for his age yes and i have to remind jared that he's only four and i think like last night going to bed the kids yeah. going to bed they were in their beds but they weren't going to bed and they were laughing and they then, were getting out of their and bed then but they staying were getting in their out, room 
And Jared had gone down like five times and was just like, he came upstairs. And then the next time he was like getting ready to run downstairs. And I was like, uh-uh, I was like, let me go. Like, it's my turn. I laugh at it right now because like the kids hear the footsteps. Oh, if and Jared, then they like oh, run in bed and they're like, oh, dad's coming up. Yeah. They don't like when they hear dad having to come down the stairs. But I just felt like, okay, they're just toddlers. They're at least having, they're at least laughing. Yeah. They're like, not fighting with each other. That's the thing is like, I don't want to get mad at them for just being kids. Yeah. I, I want to get mad at them when they are teasing, when they're hitting, when they're yelling, not when they're just being little kids and laughing in their bedroom. It was two hours but past bedtime. But it was flipping like 930. Yeah. So, I mean, but we take our turns. And that's why... Yeah, I think that helps too. We take our turns. And that was a segment on why Ellie is better at parenting than Jared. No. <laughs> um, yeah, we wanted to just take some time and just, you know, talk out... Loud. Aloud the way we kind of discipline things. And and I'm, I'm grateful that we do because it makes us realize... How oh, do you guys hear Tommy? It makes us realize what we're doing, what we can do differently, what we can do better, and that sort of thing. We'd love to hear from you about the way you discipline. And if you have any tips or advice for other um, listeners around the world about what you have found very successful in raising your young kids and discipline, the D word. And if you, and if you, um, what's that word we were talking about? Rational? Ground. Ground? And if you ground, ground your kids, kids, that's great. And if it works, that's the thing is, if it works for you, there, that's yeah. absolutely good. There's 100%. just certain things that I don't love for myself. And let's let's make this very, very clear. There is more than one right way to parent your kids. You need to find what works for you. This isn't. This won't work for everyone. Sometimes talking and rationalizing with a four and three year old, I could see Are how people would mind? be like, "That's impossible." Yeah, it works for our kids. It absolutely wouldn't work for a few kids that are in my head right now like it wouldn't work for them Mm -hmm. so i can see why you have to do certain things for each kid and i think it would have worked really well for me as a kid yeah because i i think i listened to my parents really really well but like you said there are some kids in my head that i'm just like when i was a kid Uh uh-huh that I was just like, there's no way you, I, there's no way you would even take the time because it would go in one year out the other. You but know? it's still good to talk about it. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. That's that. That's let me go, that. Let me go get mad at, mad at my kids now. <laughs> yeah. We're going to go discipline them. I Seriously, hear them running they're up upstairs, around the stairs. They're upstairs like trying to get around. in the licorice. So <laughs> we got to go. <gasps> Wait, real quick. Uh, maybe we'll let them get in the licorice. Jackson listened to Boston, who Boston calls licorice licorlish that's and so my now mom says really people get mad at us about like talking it's because we learn it from our parents well licorlish is I, kinda... I don't know it's just fun it's my mom just is trying to be cute oh okay um, so now jackson says dad can we have some licorlish <laughs> so they're probably getting in there but um real quick just a side note do we want to take some questions or do we just want to call it good let's take like one or two okay so here is a question from anna about quiet time Hi, Lindsay. My name is Anna, and I just wanted to say that I love listening to your podcast. And I have one question. Um, I love that your family has quiet time every day. I just want to know how you teach. Have you taught your kids to have quiet time? Is it just something you always done, or like how did you do that? I love you. I absolutely love that question. I feel like we've actually got it quite a bit. 
Um, I have learned um, how to do all of this stuff through my older siblings. And um, Bonnie specifically, she does quiet time. It's like an hour a day. It's that's quiet time. And I do it differently every single day. Um, there are some days where it's, I need the quiet time where I am like, I am so tired. I need to sit or I need to lay down or I need to do emails. I need to email this company back. I need an hour of my quiet time. And so for quiet time, I'll, I'll either have the kids watch a movie and they will get a blanket and they'll lay downstairs and they'll watch a movie. Or there's times where the kids are so wound up. They're so hyper or they're whiny, or they're not listening. And I'm like, okay, around one to two o'clock is usually when we do it. Um, I'm like, you need quiet time. We're not watching a movie. Like, you're not playing a game on like dad's little Mario thing. Like, you are playing with your toys. So I'll just say like, you are downstairs and it's quiet time. And I feel like at first it can be very stressful because it's like the kids are like, no, I want you to play with me. And they're not listening and they're not staying in the area that you want them to play with. But just through consistency, they now know that every day is quiet time. And I'm watching the postman walk by. I like, know, what I just mail did too. you just bring to me? Um, <laughs> what did I order? Um, he, um, it gets hard, but... Sorry, the mailman confused me. That's okay. I got a little excited. Um, <laughs> but it's just consistency. And now that we've been doing it every single day, day in and day out, they just now know that it is quiet time. And whatever I say is quiet time that day is what they do. So one day might be a movie. One day might be playing with toys. One day, if like I'm just upset and they're not listening, I will have them just play in their room. And I'll tell them. I'm not mad at you, but you're going to sit on your bed and you're just going to play with some toys. Um, what else? Sometimes we just make cookies together yeah. and it's like, we're just going to have quiet making cookies or um, I'll send them in the backyard for a little bit. So I think it's important for the kids to know that there's a time where they have to just settle down. It doesn't matter necessarily what they're doing, but you have to take it from this level of energy down to this level of energy yeah. for for a period of time. Whether it's because we need to do something as parents or you just need to be a little bit calm during this time time period. I think it's or good for you need kids, to take a nap. And you know. it's good for absolutely. me as a mama. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Cool. Well, we appreciate you sending out the question. Just a reminder, using the Anchor app, you can send us a voice message uh, or question, whatever you want, and uh, we will take some time and answer some of those questions on the podcast. So I think that's where we're going to wrap it up. Thank you guys so much for listening in. Um, we're Ellie and I love doing this podcast because it gives us some time together to just it really talk does. things out. Like, yeah. Jared's like, do you want to do a podcast today? I'm like, Yeah. It's fun. I yeah. like it. It was a joke about blaming you in the video that you're the reason for the electrical problems. It was, oh, it is? No, that was a joke because I said, why did you do that? Did you not want to do a podcast? No, we yeah. love doing this very, very much. Um, just a reminder, you can also listen to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever podcasts are available. Be sure to give us a good rating because it helps us and the podcast quite a bit. Okay, guys. We'll see you later. Thanks for listening. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.